In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Our liturgy bids the Lord's Prayer with these familiar words. Now, as our Savior Christ hath taught us, we are bold to say. The bidding is solemn. Like the ancient liturgies of the church, our liturgy reminds us that it requires boldness to truly pray the Lord's Prayer, to make Christ's words our own. The whole prayer is bold, but its first two words are the boldest, our Father. Throughout the Gospels, Jesus claims a unique intimacy with the Father. He tells his disciples that the Father and I are one, and no one knows the Father except the Son and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Jesus Christ understands the Father in a way that no one else does. And in the Lord's Prayer, He invites us into that intimacy with the Father. The first words of the Lord's Prayer are remarkable because with them Jesus invites us to address God in the same way that he does, to come before God as he does. Jesus has opened the door to sonship and torn down the wall between the Father and his children. The famous Swiss theologian Karl Barth writes that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, has made himself our brother and makes us his brothers and sisters. He takes us with him in order to associate us with himself and to place us beside him so that we may live and act as his family, and as members of his body. Jesus Christ invites us, commands us, and allows us to speak with him to God, to pray with him his own prayer, to be united with him in the Lord's Prayer. Therefore, he invites us to adore God, pray to God, and praise God with one mouth, and one soul with him, united to him. What an honor it is to pray Jesus Christ's words, to stand before the Father as the sons and daughters. We boldly come before the Lord because he has, because we have been clothed with Christ, his eternal Son. It's important to note that Jesus didn't teach his disciples to address God as the all-powerful, omnipotent one, or the omniscient one. Neither did he tell his disciples to address God as the infinite, immutable one. God is these things, but Jesus tells his disciples to address God using the earthy, relational term of Father. Jesus makes it clear that God, more than anything else, 
wants to be in loving relationship with us. He has a deep desire to be involved in our lives. He wants to reach out to us as a loving parent. Salvation is not a far-off place called heaven. It is relationship with the one who made us sons and daughters through adoption. The Church Father St. Cyril says that Jesus gives his own glory to us. We are raised from slavery to the dignity of freedom. He crowns the human condition with such honor as surpasses the power of nature. He brings to pass what was spoken of old by the psalmist. I said, you are gods, and all of you children of the Most High. He rescues us from slavery, giving us by grace what we did not possess by nature, and permits us to call God Father, being admitted to the rank of sons and daughters. In Jesus, we have been graced with a new intimacy with the Father and a new rank. We are the children of the Most High which is far more magnificent than any ranking humans can bestow on one another. Let your heart be warmed by this fact, but let it also be challenged. Calling God Father is a great honor and implies that we are living as his sons and daughters in accordance with his will, that we are continuing Jesus' work. It implies that we are living up to our new rank. St. Cyril continues, Since we call God Father and have been counted worthy of such a distinguished honor, we must lead holy and thoroughly blameless lives in a manner worthy of him who has honored us. What does it mean to lead a holy life? It means to live as Jesus lived. We as Christians frequently call on one another to be like Christ. But what does it mean to live like Jesus? We know that we are living like Jesus when we make things better. Christ always makes everything better than what it was, more whole, more abundant, more joyous, and more beautiful. As one church father puts it, where Christ is, water is turned into wine. Everything becomes something better. When Jesus entered a town, the townspeople laid their sick at his feet, and he healed them. When Jesus went to a poor couple's wedding, he made more wine than anyone could drink. When Jesus wanted to feast, he found the most despicable sinners and dined with them. And when he wanted to save the world, he died so that we might become sons and daughters of the Most High. Christ makes everything better. Do we make things better? My wife told me about an old man she used to know who said 
you could always tell a Christian had been around because he or she would leave a place better than they found it. A Christian, he said, is the kind of person who puts away not just his own shopping cart, but other people's too. The question is, do we leave people and places better than when we found them? Do we fill those around us, or do we drain the life from them? Do we tear down rather than build up? Christ came to give life and give it more abundantly. Do we give life to those around us? It's difficult to make things better. It's hard to become a channel for Christ's abundant love and live like God's sons and daughters. God does not expect us to do this unaided. He is a father who gives good gifts. If the ungracious householder can be coerced into giving bread by his friend's shameless persistence, how much more will God, who is a loving father, give us what we need? As one commentator puts it, when we pray to God, we are not coming to someone out of whom gifts have to be unwillingly extracted, but to a father who delights to supply his children's needs. If we who are evil know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more will our Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Let us open up our lives to the gift of God's Holy Spirit, which he graciously gave to each of us at our baptism. Let this gift grow inside of us so that we may give life to those around us, that we may live into our roles as sons and daughters of the Most High. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.